I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst show I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, 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 stop. Ow! Uh, that, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. Uh, I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down the spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hello, Joseph. Hello, Mr. Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we call one another and we catch up. Mike Lawson, yes, that is exactly what we do every single week. You and I join online and catch up. Catch up. Catch up. So what's new with you? How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. So, is it, so I'm going to tell a story right now? Uh, I don't know. I'm telling you, you have a moleskin notebook. You have a moleskin <laughs> notebook that you keep track. You check it off. Did I start you're last keeping time? keeping a list. You're checking it twice. Is that what you're saying? One week it's Joe. <laughs> next week you think you're nice. I went really hard for that poem there. Do you uh, just want me to start? I don't want to mess so, up your little moleskin notebook. So, Joe, 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 you know, I was in Fresno for most of last week, <laughs> uh, right? You know now, that. Now, I've never been – oh, wait, I think I have been to Fresno, actually. It's very boring, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty awful place. I mean, it's kind of like there's not much to do, but also, like, it's just very flat and open, and I feel – and I have absolutely no proof of this, but I'll bet you it's true – I I feel like there's a lot of people that um, take meth and a lot of people cooking it and selling it. Like, it feels very, like, white trashy, farmy, sort of, kind of. Do you know what I'm, do you see, kind of get what I'm getting at? So Fresno is just a pretty awful place, kind of like, I feel like a lot of meth gets cooked there and consumed there. I don't have any proof of that. I just feel that that's the truth. Do they look like they've been using meth? Well, that's the thing, like... I didn't get out of the hotel very much because there was nothing around us. Like, we were in uh, a Hilton hotel, and I was in there pretty much for everything. All my meals, what, everything. What's the grinder scene like out there? I don't know. I didn't get on grinder. Oh, uh, I was trying to trap you. Good call. You oh. are very cognizant that your boyfriend listens no. all the time. No, Wink. it's not even that. It's Wink. not even that. <clears throat> Joey, let's say I was single. I don't know that I would have. Like, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like uh, oftentimes when I travel, I don't get to see much of the cities I'm in because I'm busy all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But this time, Fresno, I was done with work at like 8 or 9, so I could have gone out. I could have done something, but there was nothing around us. Nothing. Um, and Joey, the first day that I was there, uh, my team had a lot to do before. And we were there for like a a board meeting, a big meeting. And we my team had a lot to do before the meetings started. So everybody's running around, everybody's frantic and just like crazy running around, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I have to go get stuff out of the car with one of my coworkers. And it's like it's one of those situations where it, we had like 
seven minutes to go get the stuff in the car because the next seven minute window we would have would be like hours away. Like we're really busy. Okay. So, uh, we run for the car. The team's waiting for me. We get to the car and we start grabbing stuff out of the back and we hear brakes screeching (gasps) and we look over and there's a motorcycle that we see T-Bone, a pickup truck. Like who's T-Bone? That's not even a funny joke because, like, T-Bone's not a name. What? T-Bone isn't a name. What are you talking about? All these, like, blues musicians named, like, T-Bone? Hmm. Well, like, if a joke requires this much explanation, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was worth it. Yeah. Um, revolt. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I stand Revolt. By- Get it? Re- Adam Vaught <laughs> called me today. I talked to Adam Vaught today. And he uh, was telling me how he was crying laughing listening to me tell that story. Well, I think what's funny is that you stand by that joke. That's the funny part. That you're like, this is a funny joke. Actually, what he was laughing at was not the joke. He says, now it's moved beyond the joke, where now my joy comes from telling the story about the joke. Yeah. And so he was Um, laughing, knowing, like, oh, my God, this is a story that's going to be around for so long. He's he's so entertained by this story. And if you're a first-time listener of Catching Up, all we do is tell uh, back stories from previous episodes and inside jokes. We're full of inside jokes. We've been thinking about calling this – that's why it's called Catching Up. We're catching up on our own shows. Yeah. <laughs> All we do is review previous episodes mm-hmm. of our own show. I was thinking there's a certain podcast, I'm not going to name it, it's people we know, uh-huh. where now I think that that podcast is literally just contests. I don't even think they, I think they should just call the show contests, <laughs> you know, because, um, and I was like, someone should just do a, a podcast where it's just, con- it's, every, it's just a contest the whole week, every week it's a contest. And you know what's funny? They probably get a lot of listeners. Um. So Joey, Joey, Joey. Uh, we're at, at our car, getting stuff out of the trunk. This motorcycle T-bones a pickup truck, and uh, who's T-bone? The cyclist head <laughs> hits the passenger's window so hard yeah. that the window shatters. Okay. The bike is tore up. The guys in the truck pull over. This truck is like banged up pretty bad too. The tr- what's weird is the truck starts smoking. Like that's how hard he was. So calm, he just. Sat by the side of the road and smoked. Um. So then, this dude in an seriously, how do you have friends? Like <laughs> the truck is sitting by the side of the road. Like it's been a fucked up day. The dude in an uh, this dude in another truck pulls up, and uh-huh. he was smart, and he pulled a uh, he pulled in to the intersection in such a way that he would block the motorcycle. The motorcyclist is on the ground. Like, mm-hmm. and he blocked the motorcycle so he wouldn't get run over. And then I oh, that was my... smart. I would have, ne- I would have never thought to do that. I would have never thought to do that. I would have like pulled in the other direction and parked somewhere far away and ran up to them. Maybe you know what I mean. I- I'm with you. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, but I get on my phone and I call nine one one, and it's busy. And then I looked at my call log, Joey. I called 911 14 times before somebody answered. Oh, really? Isn't that ridiculous? I've never had that happen to me. People weren't answering 911? For 14 times, it said all operators are busy. 911 is a joke. But I think in my head that felt like forever, but uh-huh. maybe it was not that long 14 times because I just hang up call, hang up call, right? Yeah. Um, my like, who's Craig calling us? 
my coworker runs over and busy. the motorcyclist kind of came to and tried to jump up. He was like confused mm-hmm. and shocked, which I guess is kind of normal. Yeah, yeah. And his helmet got taken off. I don't know who did it, but there was like blood pouring out of his mouth. Like, Ugh, pouring, gross. Like, it looked like he was vomiting blood. It was uh, sir, like, can you put your helmet back on? You're gross. <laughs> when 911 finally answered, by the way, they told me that they already knew what was up. She was like, yeah, are you calling about? And she named the streets, and she's like, we're already on our way. Uh-huh. So I really think that somebody was like, the reason they were busy is they were getting the details from someone else. Yeah. Like, shouldn't you have more than one line? Like, have call waiting or something on 911? Oh, oh, sir, I know you're choking to death. Hold on, I have another call. It's really probably right back. <laughs> And then when she clicks over, she doesn't click over all the way, and she's like, ugh, this guy. Oh, God, yeah. choking. Gross. <laughs> so uh, what's weird, though, Joey, is we're about to go back, um, and traffic is backing up, obviously, because there's this thing in the intersection. But then people started, like, honking and yelling at the dude in the truck that was parked in the way to block traffic. Like, they didn't know the serious of, seriousness of what was happening, you know? Yeah. But they're, like, honking and, like, getting mad. And the street is just full of crazy people and an almost dead guy. And then we go back to my coworkers, and my coworkers are, like, sassy. They're like, oh, we were starting to worry you got lost or mm-hmm. went, up to your room, went up to your room for a nap or something. Yeah. Like, Fuck you. I just called 911. <laughs> yeah. And that I was shut, them, shut them up pretty quickly. Yeah. You dropped it on them. Yeah. Um, but, Did you ever find out uh, if the guy was okay? No, I mean, uh, the ambulance was coming when we left. So, like, we could hear the ambulance right there. So we just kind of got out of the way and let them do their thing. Because you know what's funny, not funny, but it's scary, is sometimes, especially in that exact situation, it's almost like that guy's like a walking time bomb. And so uh, the shock doesn't hit it. He, like, he, he's running on adrenaline. Yeah. But then at a certain point later, like, he just will die. Like it's just like the internal injuries will finally catch up, catch up, and they. That's what you know. Sam Kinison died in a car accident, and after the car accident, he was walking around. Everyone thought he was fine, and then he just keeled over. Oh wow! Yeah. When I was a, a kid, we were sitting at a gas station and we saw a, a motorcycle hit a car very similar to this. He, they t-boned each other. Hmm. T-boned each other? No, nothing? Yeah. No. Uh, so they T-boned each other, and we saw the guy fly really high. Like, the motor, he flew off the motorcycle so high, and he when he hit the ground, he, like, jumped up and then collapsed like a ragdoll. So oh, really? Very, yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um, but that's that was the most exciting thing that happened in Fresno. <laughs> it was a really good meeting, but, like, uh, just kind of a boring town you got there, Fresno. Um, so do we, we, we have, uh, friends and listeners who live in Fresno, don't we? Uh, are you thinking of someone specific or you... no, wait, uh, I wait, Fresno is a different place from Sacramento, right? Yeah. Oh. Um, maybe they're Fresno, in Sacramento. Fresno's kind of in between San Francisco and LA. It's kind of, that's why we have these meetings there is we have a Oakland office and we have a San Francisco office and it's the same, um, amount of time to get to it from both oh i see wait yeah. a san francisco office and an oakland office wouldn't it be easier just to go to san francisco or oakland 
I thought I said L.A. and Oakland. Oh, oh maybe, no. maybe I said it wrong. But we have an L.A. office and an Oakland office. Oh, I office. see. I see. That yeah. makes sense. Oh, okay. So it's like a three, four-hour drive for both parties. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So what's up with you? Well, you know, you know, you ever hear me talk about these people, uh, my friend Paul and his uh, partner John? I've heard of them, yeah. They uh, went out of town this weekend to oh, yeah. New York City. Uh-huh. And they asked me to house it for them because they have a cat. Okay. Ew. And I, I generally like housing for them because their house is like smack dab in the middle of all the action in downtown Los Angeles. Okay. okay? Tons of action. And good in fact, food. Good food. Good people. How's the grinder action out there in uh I don't use grinder because I'm too fat for it. Okay. And it, was a, it was a trick. I was trying to trick you into it. I'm glad you didn't fall yeah. for it. Wink, yeah. wink. Cameron wasn't, isn't going to be disappointed to the show. I don't know, the show he never listens to. <laughs> so uh, even the first night they did, you ever hear of this earth harp? No. Sounds like a hippie thing. It closed like a, kind of like a Burning Man thing. It's this guy. He he was on America's Got Talent, and, he, and when he's in the theater, he he st- the strings go they oh, span uh-huh. the theater, and he plays it. I know okay? who he is. Yeah. So he was doing a performance, right? Like literally, Mike Lawson, a two block walk from uh, Paul and John's apartment. So the yeah. first night I went, that was the first thing I did. I just. Had a quick dinner and I uh, went over to see the Earth Heart performance, which is so funny because I didn't get there super early. I got there like ten minutes before the show, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I could see you being in a similar, similar uh, situation that I was in. And then the, and the show started at eight, you know, and and you know it's one of those things like, oh, this is cool for twenty minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then I wanted to go, but what it turned out is in those twenty minutes, and then a very, very, very large crowd had assembled. And I was at the very front. So now I was trapped in this crowd. Right. I, I didn't want to be like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, you know, like trying yeah. to get out. So now I was stuck for the whole fucking show for this earth harp, right? Was it any good? It was actually pretty good. I was kind of glad that I stayed for the whole thing. Okay. Okay. So uh, go to the earth harp. And then the next day. I uh, had planned to go with future boyfriend of the show, Cameron, mm-hmm. and uh, Cameron Batance, I'm going to call him, <laughs> <laughs> future Cameron Batance, uh, and I were going to go see a live performance of the animated show, Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Future name we won't be able to say on this show. <laughs> Future person who shall not be mentioned on the show, joining the um, sh- the Justice Shame League of America with Jose and uh, I feel there's another person. Oh, there are. Yeah, I'm sure there are. So uh, anyway, uh, what was I gonna wait? What was the name? Not Ramel. What was the name of your ex boyfriend? Um, I don't know. Was it, it wasn't Ramel. And it wasn't like Omario, but it's something like Omario. Omario? Yeah, Omario. What was? Oh, God, what the fuck was his name? Not Ramel. It's not Ramel. It's not Omario. Rod Kyle! Yeah. Rod Kyle. Okay. Rod Kyle lives there, too. So, anyway. uh, So, but now here's the show. Now, I will say Cameron Batanz has been bugging me for 
fucking months to watch just Fakakta Rick and Morty, right? It's never, a cartoon. Until you brought it up uh, last week, I mm-hmm. never heard of it. Yeah. And uh, he'd been bugging me, bugging me, bugging me, bugging me, bugging me. Okay. So now I have to binge this entire show in two days. Right? So I literally spend all of Thursday, all of Friday, there's only two seasons, you know, of 10 episodes, half hour episodes, you know? But it's a significant amount of time watching a cartoon, you know? I did spend probably close to 10 hours between those two days watching a cartoon. Mm hmm. It's a very funny cartoon. I recommend it. I, I, I give my Joe Batanz thumbs up to it. And it's a cartoon about an old man and a, and a young boy who go on adventures. Anyway. Uh, an eccentric old man and his young <laughs> friend who just go on adventures all over the place. A weird sexual tension that nobody yeah. quite understands, including the two people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, anyway. And nobody really understands what the old guy does for work. Yeah, no one, yeah, no one understands what the old guy does for work, and the young kid apparently doesn't go to school. All they do is just have time for adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Episode 11, uh, the boy vanishes, and you never hear from him again, then a different boy comes in and replaces him. <laughs> and it's never explained where the first boy went. He just sort of vanishes. And then the new boy comes. It's a very, I like this cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, strangely, another show that uh, Cameron and I like is Adventure Time. You ever watch this Adventure Time? No, I don't even um, – at the movie theater, they do like an Adventure Time. There's a – you know the pre-show entertainment stuff? Yeah. There's an Adventure Time commercial that keeps playing. And uh, Steve and I have decided we have no fucking idea what this show is about. It's oh, weird. I adore Adventure Time. I adore it. I, I love it so much. And it's, I've it's, never you know seen so, it, but I'm, like, confused by it. Do you know what's what so guess. great about it? Is every episode is only 10 minutes long. So, you know, sometimes you're like, I just want to watch something for 10 minutes. You know? Yeah. They're 10 minutes long. Is Rick and Morty worth it? It is. It's it's pretty funny. Okay. Um, Even though the first few episodes are, are funny still, it gets really good as the season gets better as, you know, as they get in the hang of it. But even the first few episodes are funny. It's worth catching up with it on if I had to, like, <sighs> illegally download it, hypothetically. Yeah, but do you have Hulu? Yeah, is it on Hulu? Season one's on Hulu. Okay, so start there and see if it's And then season two you can get for free on adultswim.com. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or YouTube. I think I think they do it on YouTube. So I think season two for free on YouTube. Season one you need to do on Hulu. Okay. So anyway, uh, Rick and Morty. By, by the way, I found all that out after I'd bought both seasons. Okay. <laughs> so, I, Mike, I spent ten hours watching this Fakakta cartoon. Okay. Friday comes along and Cameron Batance, uh, you know, drives into town and uh, we go have uh, – what did we go do? What is the first thing we did? We did something. I don't remember what it was. And Bathhouse. then... We, <laughs> no, what the fuck did we do? I remember we ate, but we didn't eat that much food because he was hungry. Who knows? We went and got some food. Okay. And uh, we went and got some food. And then uh, I go, oh, so here's the thing with Rick and Morty. It had been sold out for like in 10 seconds. But they said, we have a few standby seats. Okay? So I said, I said Cameron, listen, we're going to need to... Stand, get in the standby line, like, 
the show was at 7.30, like at 5. Ugh. Yeah. So we drove out there. We're Not like the, worth it. We're like the third ones in line. It's super cold that night. Like super mm-hmm. cold, right? And we're standing in line for... Oh, and it, it, the parking over there is shitty. So I dropped Cameron off. He's third in line. And I drive around for so long, Mike Lawson. I drive around. I find a, a parking spot in the street. And then I walk forever to get back to the theater. And I get there. He goes, hmm... I don't think it's worth it. I agree with him. Yeah, he goes, I'd rather just go to dinner. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh, are you sure? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, we're going to sit here for two and a half hours. Then you have to get inside and watch. Yeah. Sit longer. Yeah. He goes, it's cold. He goes, this isn't worth it. This is not worth it at all. Let's just, I'd rather just go have dinner. In fact, we, so we did. We went and had dinner. Okay. The whole time, though, he's... Telling me like it's you know six thirty, we'd still be in line at Rick and Morty. Like we'd already eaten dinner at this point. We're like, so what happened was I had been fighting a cold. Yeah. Okay. I've been fighting a cold, but I, I I wasn't really I was fine. You know, the whole day I wasn't really feeling it. I'd been fighting a little sniffly. I don't know what happened after we went to dinner. But after we went to dinner, we went to Paul and John's apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, we did a scientific we did a gay science experiment when we were there though. What was it? I'll tell you in a second. But when I get to uh, Paul and John's house, I uh, it hit me. The fucking cold hit me. Mm, and I, I just got miserable. But then he still wanted to hang out. You know, he's 22, hanging with his old man boyfriend. Yeah. You know? He's like, let's go get a drink. Let's go to this. Yeah. By it's like th- Harold and Maude. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. So, uh, so, uh, I, I'm like, I was, dry, I was, and then you know, downtown, you walk everywhere in the cold. I had to drop him off at his car at a certain point. And after I got back to the apartment, I just literally collapsed in bed and slept for 12 hours. Okay. Gay science experiment. Here's what it is. As, uh, uh, well, John, as we know, as we've explained on the show, collects dolls and action figures. Right. Yeah. And again, we haven't really made this case on the show. He takes this stuff very seriously. I highly and- encourage people follow him on Instagram. His Instagram is maybe one of my favorite things of all time. I know Cameron Batanz loves it, and it's um I Yam Y A M Popeye. All I, one word. All one word. I Mike, okay. please go there right now. While I explain I'm going this. right now. Yeah. I Yam Popeye on Instagram. Uh, people love my cousin's Instagram. To me, that's gross. I like I Yam Popeye. It really is yeah. one of my favorite things in the world. He basically takes his action figures and dolls and poses them in like real life in places in oh different outfits. <laughs> oh my god! Um, are you worried that if you he gets a bunch of follow, like, what if he starts communicating and he figures out that he's talked about on this show and then he listens to the show again? Still, I yeah, I think so. Oh my god. He does like the these aren't just um like dolls. They're like action figures but like Barbies and all Mike, kinds of things. Mike, I'm gonna let me I'm gonna let me tell you this. So when I first get to the apartment, he called I don't, it's almost like he had a camera. He's like I walk in and I have my bags, I'm petting the cat, and he I get a phone call. Joe, it's John. Are, are you at the apartment yet? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I just walked in. Okay. I need you to do something, Joe. I need you to do something. I need you to go to the computer. I need you to open it up and go to Dropbox. 
Okay, go to Dropbox. I forgot, and I have to put this important file into Dropbox. I forgot to do before I left. Go to Dropbox. Are you there? Go to X such and such a folder. Right. I go. Okay, okay. Now find folder. It says uh, file twenty two or something like that. Right. Okay. And I go. Okay. And he goes. Just drop it in the Dropbox as soon as you, that's it. That's all you need to do. So I drop. I go. That was easy. He goes. You know, I'm really worried. Can you just open the file so I just know? Tell me what you see so I make sure it's the right file. And I open it and my uh. A picture of strawberry shortcake? Oh, yeah. Oh. This clearly must be the wrong file. It's just a picture of strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, John. I don't think it's the right file because you said it was important and it's just a picture of strawberry shortcake. Oh, no. That's it. Perfect. Oh, my God. Thank you, Joe. You saved my life. <laughs> I am dying to know. <laughs> like, what emergency was he in <laughs> that required a picture of strawberry shortcake? What about, and you go to Dropbox. <laughs> Joe, then you can't just get it on the internet. Just go, oh, I need a picture of strawberry shortcake. Go on the internet. No. He goes, please, please, can you go and drop He goes, like, <laughs> he goes, I have another big favor to ask of you. It, You don't have to do it. It's not an emergency. It's not a big deal, but it's, it is a big favor. And I go, uh, go ahead, shoot. And he goes, Look on the counter. Do you see a Barbie? Which, by the way, there were a thousand Barbies. 70, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I knew what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I see a Barbie in a stand with wearing pajamas. <laughs> uh-huh. And he goes, okay, do you see next to it is a big pink box? And I go, oh, yeah, there is a big pink box there. And he goes, that's an advent calendar. Now, Mike, I know you're an atheist. You know what an advent calendar is? Sure, yeah. I'm an atheist, but I grew up in America. Yeah, and I have a Christian family, so yeah, I know what it is. Well, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a, a little like it has like little boxes you open up, um, leading up to Christmas, the yeah. twenty four days before Christmas or whatever, and they each have a little tiny gift inside, right? Yeah, this is a Barbie Advent calendar. So every day there's a different little accessory for Barbie. Uh huh. He's like, he's. Like, I didn't have time to do this before I left. Could you please open up the little boxes and take <laughs> pictures with the Barbie wearing the accessory? <laughs> She'll be really upset if she doesn't get it on time. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, I really let Barbie down. So I go, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wait till Cameron comes tomorrow and I'm gonna do it with him. He goes, Okay, great, thanks. So that that was that. The science experiment. Oh yeah. So remember I told you I wanted to do a short show today? Yep. Uh, um, What's funny, pause for uh, audience, I will tell you guys, it's a kiss of death, and I knew it was. Um, I haven't eaten dinner yet, and it's like 8 o'clock at night. So Joe's like, oh, don't worry. We'll do we'll do a quick show, which means that this is going to be the longest show we've ever Mike, had. once again, we don't have to do news stories. We can just do personal stories and end it. We owe these Let's, people you nothing. Know what, you know what we should do is why don't I pick one and you pick one, like we did before. Like, what I'll tell you my a new thing? I'll tell you my, my, my two, and you could choose which one okay. you want to do. Okay. All right. So anyway, so uh, Cameron's there. And, and so when – oh, so when when Cam, when John had initially texted me about trying to find certain things, I go, okay, now you can tell me where the poppers are as a joke, yeah. right? But then he said, he said, oh, yeah, there's one under the TV and one by the bed, <laughs> right? But I didn't know if he was joking or not, Yeah. right? So Cameron comes over, and I go – Oh, look, there really are poppers under the TV. Yeah. Right? But I was sick. My nose was stuffed up. So I couldn't do the poppers. So I go, let's do... I go, okay. Uh, how horny are you right now, Cameron? And he goes, not at all. I go, okay. Let's let's see what it is here. I go, okay. And I gave him the popper. He took a big hit of the poppers. And I uh, I said... And then we, I asked him, I go, now, how do you feel? He, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. 
He really liked the poppers. He was a big fan. Really? Mm-hmm. But he said uh, it didn't make him any more. It didn't make him feel any more horny. He said he said he felt the same level of no horniness. Yeah, my I did a very shocking experiment. <laughs> shocking that being in a room surrounded by thousands of dolls made <laughs> didn't make him horny. And you, yeah, and <laughs> you know, speaking of, speaking of, uh, when I was there's this. There's this homeless guy who stands at the the freeway exit. It's kind of right by um, John the the John and Paul's house, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you something. He's really fucking cute, like okay. really cute. Okay, and I've told John this, and I've told Paul this too. And they're like, "Don't invite him over, Joe." Well, no, and I get he's really cute, and they're like, "Oh, he's crazy." And I'm like, "Really? Like, yeah, I just watch." And sure enough, I've seen him a bunch of times. You know, you when you see him on his good days, he's just like, um, any loose change, sir? And you're like, no. And he goes, oh, okay, have a good day. But then I've seen him, like, beating his head with his hand and screaming mm-hmm. at nobody. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, he has, he's really sad and sick, right? He's sick, yeah. But what's funny is I saw him the other day when I was housing him. Like, he looked really fucking good, okay? Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't ever going to invite him over. But I was like, yeah. imagine if I invited him over, though. I'm gonna go. Hey, you can come take a shower and suck my dick or something, right? And and he's like, sure, sure. And he goes, he's like, oh, oh. he's the one that gets scared of me. <laughs> he he's walks fr- in the house and he thinks he's having a, a hallucination. Yeah, he's like, please don't kill me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks you like turn people into dolls. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like people just see a naked homeless man running out of the apartment. And they want to know what I did to him. Oh no, it's Jeffrey Dahmer too. What's weird is the only the one and only time I've ever done poppers, Joey. I did it in a very similar situation. I was at a um it was at, it was during Pride a few years ago. I was at a party and somebody was like do it wasn't like a, there wasn't sex happening at this party. But for some reason that we got on the topic and somebody said like I have some and I was like I've never done them. And so me and my roommate at the time, we just did them and then sat there and I don't know. It just like made my head feel a little bit lightheaded. And That's what it. Cameron said. He goes, but you feel like this weird euphoria. And he goes, and then he didn't know anything about poppers. He goes about two minutes later, he goes, how long is it supposed to last? I go only a couple of minutes. He goes, oh, okay, I can feel it yeah. fading. It went. Yeah. Same with me. It's almost like. When you take a really deep breath and your head gets lightheaded for a second, yeah. like that's how long it lasts. But but you uh, don't feel sick or anything? or I didn't, no. Oh, you didn't either, so I don't know. Um, what else is going on with you, Mike Lawson? Well, Joey, I um, pretty much have – we um, – I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but I've done all my holiday shopping – um, I did for my family. I'm doing it all online and getting mm-hmm. it sent to Phoenix, so then I don't have to carry stuff, right? Are you going to Phoenix? Yeah, I'm going Christmas Eve, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven. So just for the weekend, I come back okay. Saturday night. By the way, flying there Christmas Eve and flying home Sunday after Christmas, those are the two worst days to fly, and I'm doing it. Uh, that's how much I love them. Uh, but I'm done. I just have my mom left. But uh, Steve and I aren't doing gifts at all. Um, we went though this past weekend. We went and saw a Christmas Story musical. You know the Christmas. Yeah, I saw story? the picture on Instagram or Facebook or something. Yeah, so they turned it into a musical. How was it? It was okay. I mean, when you boil it down, the Christmas Story is not that great. It's more like um, tradition, or it's like canon. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like 
a, a story that's kind of part of our life more than like, oh, that's a good movie. Don't you I think? don't know. It's pretty fucking. They're like when I'm thinking of scenes right now, it's pretty funny. I don't think it holds up if you don't have tradition. I have like to try if it you again, watched yeah. it for the very first time tomorrow, do you think you would think it's funny? I don't, I don't know. know. I have to watch. But you know what? The funny thing, I only remember key scenes. I don't remember the right. whole movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, but- I feel, now that I think about it, I feel it's one of those movies that I really like it. And then about a half hour before the end, I'm like, okay, let's let's wrap this up. Yeah. Like, it feels like a half over. hour too yeah. long. Um, and it's gotten to the point, I mean, pretty much every time we're at my parents' house for Christmas, we turn it on because it's on 24 hours a day. Do you know what I mean? Like, we'll turn mm-hmm. it on and, like, let it play, and we quote it and all of that, but I don't know that we sit and, like, actually watch the movie anymore. Uh, but the play did a pretty good job. Steven never seen the movie before, so we saw the movie first, then we watched the play, or the musical. Um, and what I do don't you think, think of the movie? Kind of what I just said. Like, I don't, th- I don't think he hated it, but I don't think he loved it. Uh, but the the musical was much better than the play because it's just kind of... They do a little bit better at, like... Uh, spelling it out for you. Because when you watch the movie, you're kind of like, what the fuck is this about? Like, it's just a Christmas. I don't know. The The movie, I'm sorry, the musical, the play, had like a bit more of a story arch, arc. Do they do they have like the dumb... Uh, this is what I hate about musicals, especially musicals where they take a... Which a lot of musicals do this. Pre-existing story. Yeah, but I know most musicals do this. So I'm going to... We're going to get it from Scott the Seder on Twitter. Yeah, but where it's just now they they cram the stuff into the song. So it's like, now I want uh, my very own rifle. Yeah, so I shoot the bird. Is it stuff like that? Yeah, totally. Oh. The the leg lamp has like it's a whole a whole number. Oh but God. that was actually one of the most witty things in the whole show. They had when he won the lamp, he the he does this whole number with it, and then they have a. Um, a bunch of background dancers that dance with the leg lamp, but then they do like high kicks and stuff, but the lamp is like part of their kicks and it was cute. Mm. It was cute. It was good. Um, but we did that. And then we went to this expensive dinner, um, at this vegan restaurant. Um, and it was really good. And that was pretty much my Christmas. I, uh, did Steve get the 12 inches of Christmas? (laughs) You and know, then, so, a listener of the show that never writes to us wrote to me personally. Did you get this? You didn't get this email, right? About your dick? I don't think so. Oh. If I had yeah. a dollar for every email I got about my dick, Joe. He wrote this email. Th- never writes to us. I don't know who this person is. Oh. Not one of the regulars. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, Joe, uh, uh, long-time listener. I've never written an email before. And I just wanted to let you guys know, you guys really brighten up my day. Stuff like that, right? Yeah. And then the very end is all like, uh, P.S., how big is Mike's dick? <laughs> and I was like, oh, this, this is I'm what glad, the whole point of the email was. I'm glad he said that he's never written before because if you were just telling me, oh, this guy emailed and he's never written us before, I don't think I would necessarily believe it. Because we'll get an email and you're like, who's this, Mike, who is this crazy person? And I'm like, Joe, that's your brother. Like, you should know who this person is. It's like people you've met in the flesh yeah. and you're like, who is this? And I have to tell you, like, the notes on everybody. Well, um, because they don't, they, I, I don't want to get into it. Because they okay. don't say this is so-and-so. They'll be like, hey, guys, it's me. 
QTRFW40. And I'll be like, who's QTRFW40? And you're like, um, Joe, that's Rodney from Minneapolis. I'm like, oh, why didn't you just say that? Well, that's his name on, you know, uh, Sit and Spin or whatever the shows are called, you know? Well, Joey, um, I still need to buy my mom a present. And I was kind of thinking she did you, in past years, I've done this thing where I'll, the theater next to our house is a, a Harkins theater. I don't think they no. have them in California. They do. I'm going to oh, tell do. you something because if, if okay, they do because my okay. parents go to it, and this might this might excite your parents, but I don't know how you do this. Okay, so this is what my you know what my parents do every New Year's Day. Go to the movies. They get yeah, the yes. cup and the the cup and the shirt. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So how for do you years, know about this? For years, I've bought it for my mom. I would get oh, her. The I was going to suggest that they get so excited. Yeah, <laughs> my mom does. Uh, but I don't. I haven't done it in a couple years. Uh, for people who don't know, Harkins has this thing where if you wear the Harkins shirt of the year, so every January first it becomes a new shirt and a new cup. If you wear the shirt, you get. I think it's a free popcorn. Right? Yes, yes. And then if you bring the cup, they'll fill it up for a dollar. So it's pretty cheap. But yeah. you have to buy the new cup every year. Yeah. It changes. And I think twenty five bucks or something, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Well, the cups aren't that expensive. I think. Oh, they're not. The cups are maybe five bucks or something. Well, my parents, they think they're really sneaky. So they'll buy two the two shirts and then they'll be like, but, you know, your mother and I, we don't, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't need a whole soda because they're going to to pee a lot. So we just get one cup and then we just share that one cup for soda, the whole between the two of us during the, the thing. But then we do the popcorn. Yeah. So that's one option. Uh, my sister sent me a couple of ideas too. So that's the last gift. But Joey, I want to get you something. I think I send holiday cards. This is weird. I have a list of like over a hundred people I send holiday cards to, and you're yeah. not on the list. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, I feel like I don't have your address. Like you in don't. The... You could just ask me what my address is. Well, in the past, it's always been like complicated. Like. <laughs> Oh, uh, send it to my Bo- boxcar four. Yeah, L.A. train station. Uh, sleeping berth next yeah. to um, Smitty. Care of locker number six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've done that, but I want to get you something for Christmas. Okay, I'll give you an address off the air. Okay. No, give it to me now. Okay. <laughs> um. That's all. That's my. Are you done with your shopping? Mike, I'm not even joking. I haven't even started. Oh no! But well, a lot of the gifts that, like for instance, I'm for my. Well, I can't say. I don't care. I don't think my brother gives a shit if I say this. I for my brother and for Mercedes and Chris, I am curing a uh, a whole slab of bacon for oh. each of them. Right for but each just, of them. For each of them, but it reminds me I have to go buy the bacon, the, the pork belly tomorrow. How long does it take to cure bacon? A week. So you gotta kind of get it done soon. I know I gotta get it on. I gotta get on this. Yeah. And I gotta smoke it. Okay. This is never happening. I'm just gonna buy them gift. Yeah, I already could see it not happening. Yeah, I buy. I just gotta go to the supermarket and buy him some bacon. <laughs> um, what else is up with you? Do you have any other stories to tell from LA? Um, yes, Mike Lawson. On Saturday, I was bored. And I'd been running errands, and I was just hanging out, and I get a wonderful message from 
Nico Martinez, friend of the show, yeah. Nico Martinez. We're chit-chatting. He mentions he's going to be uh, down the street at the Mark Taper Forum with his husband, John Marty. Okay. okay? Watching a play. And I say, listen, I'm just here at the Paul and John's. If you're, if you guys are done, we, we should go get some uh, food or something afterwards, right? He goes, great. So afterwards, uh, they say, hey, we've left the plane. We would like to see you get a bite to eat. They want to see you get a bite to and eat. And I go, great. And, but, you know, par- parking downtown is awful. <laughs> so I grab, so I take a lift over to go see Nico Martinez and John Marti. And I take a lift to some guy. I don't know. He's nice. I chit-chat with him. And then we see them, and I pick them up. And then we go into Chinatown, and we go have some Thai food. Some pad thai, some delicious pad thai. And then we get some ice cream afterwards, even though it's cold. And now it's time to head back, right? And yeah. so I call another lift, right? This guy named Alfred's going to pick me up or pick us up. Ooh, sounds like a like a butler. Oh, I know. I never thought about that. Yeah, so finally Alfred arrives, which, by the way, was super confusing. We were at this shopping center that had two open ends on either on. So in other words, let's say a major street and then it's the length of the block, and then the the, uh, the exit of the shopping mall is another major street. Oh. So then it looked like he was go- we were going back and forth. We didn't know where he was going to go. Anyway, it's not that interesting. But the point is, we finally get to Alfred. We get in the car. Of course. What's funny is, when we were eating ice cream, we were talking about everybody's type, you know? Mm-hmm. And because Nico and I are in this private messaging group. Mm-hmm. No one is more diametrically opposed to my taste in men than Nico Martinez. Okay. Nico Martinez will post a guy's picture. It, you know who he, you know who he likes? Uh, his type seems to be, what was the friend on Home Improvement? The friend? And oh, he hosted yeah, yeah. Family Feud for a while. Yeah. Kind of looks like Curtis from Game Night Guys. Yeah, yeah. That's his style. That guy. And then also, who's the guy? Billy Mays. I bet you Nico thought Billy Mays was hot. Sure. You know, he likes that look, that like big lumberjack yelling at you look. Yeah. And his husband fits the bill. What? (laughs) His husband looks nothing like that. I know, but that's what Nico likes. I know. Yeah. So we get in the car. This guy, he's this 25 year old Latino guy. Yeah. So cute. Right? His name's Alfred. His name's Alfred. Mike. As soon as we get in the car, and I'm sitting in the front seat. Oh, I forget Jojo. John. I, right. I forget John and Nico exist. It's like the cash cab. All of a sudden, you're like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> woo!" I'm just, I'm just chatting up Alfred to yeah. the point where, like, at a certain point, we're driving and you just hear like Nico or John go like, "Okay, our car's right here." I'm like, "Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot they were in the car." Right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my oh. god, you drive all day? That must be so hard. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Oh my god, like, you don't like, in fact, Nico remembered things like, oh, how he never had Thai food before, and I'm like, oh yeah, he did say that. So then after um, we drop him off, he drives me to Paul and John's place, but the conversation got so intense that we just sat in front of John and Paul's place for, like, his hazards on for, like, ten minutes. So the so, so finally I go listen Alfred. This is like a pattern with you. I go Alfred, you you're gonna get in trouble. So then we just drove. He just turned the lift off and we just drove around downtown L.A. What? What were you talking about? 
Okay, it, it it did land up with him crying. I don't know why I make all the Lyft drivers <laughs> what cry. What the fuck? <clears throat> did he come out to you like the last one? No, no, he's okay. straight. Okay. But, um, so, oh, I, almost, I almost said his name. Derek, uh, by the way, I just found out he's moving back to Kentucky. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, um, what's his name again? Oh, Alfred, which is, by the way, his real name. I'm giving you the last name. Alfred's 25, he screwed around for a bit, now he's wrapping up junior college, and he's going to go to a uh, four-year school, but he's just going to, like, Cal State LA to get an accounting degree, and he's only going to Cal State LA because it's 15 minutes from his house, and he's getting an accounting degree because that's what his mom and brother want him to get. So, so what I was telling him, I was like, don't do what they want you to do, you have to do what you want to do, you know? Yeah. And so it was talking about that, and I was telling him about, and this is true, Latino culture, Mexican culture, is a fear-based culture. And so they do, they make decisions often out of fear. And so the big, the, the reason he was doing this because his mom told him and his brother told him that that's the way he would get the best job, make the most money. But it's, it's literally not what he wants to do at all. Right. And, and I was like, he was like, but I'm already 25. I'm so old. And like, I'm falling behind. I go, oh my God, you're such a baby. You're such a baby. Like, no, you still have time. You can change your major. You don't have to do accounting. Do what, you know, get some, do something you're interested. It's not like he, like, I might think differently if he was like, I really want to do like studio art or something like that, you know? Right. But no, he wants to do, uh, he wants to be an electrical engineer. Oh. Yeah. But he doesn't. His mom said that he won't make any money doing that. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So he cried. Yeah, we exchanged numbers, and okay. we've been texting. Have you guys hung out yet? No. Are you going to? No, he's straight. I'm bored. Yeah, he's straight in twenty five. That's like your type. Hmm. You know what? I'll be honest with you. It was I just. I think he needs a, a mentor, much. or. Yeah. No. no, I'm already I'm already dating somebody. <laughs> I can only date so many people at a time. Maybe oh, when okay. Cameron, maybe when Cameron vanishes in the Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> then uh, then we'll see. But yeah, uh, yet another and yet another Lyft driver uh, falls under Joe's charms. But it's you, like literally, if it was a woman, you couldn't even tell me her name right now or anything about her. If I was a if it was a woman, I would have thought it was a self driving car. Yeah. I'm like, oh look, it's one of those self driving cars. She's like, no, my name's Beth. Yeah, she, she's like, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm Joe. I'm right here. Look, hello. I'm like, oh, the car talks like Kit from Knight Rider. <laughs> okay, Joe, I have two news stories. You're gonna pick which one you want to hear. Okay. Number one, police officer saved San Francisco woman trapped in sofa bed for more than twelve hours. Number okay. two. Online lender says it gave money to San Bernardino shooter. I like the first one better. I want to hear about a person who was stuck in a sofa bed for 12 hours. So, Joey, listen to this. Um, Hold on. It's loading. (laughs) Two San Francisco police officers helped an 84-year-old woman out of a sofa bed frame she was stuck in for more than 12 hours, police said Thursday. Officers McFall and Cuthbertson on San Francisco's police department's Richmond station have befriended the woman and regularly check in on her, according to police. McFall and Bertson. Next week on McFall and Bertson. 
The woman lives alone and has no family nearby. Police said the two officers brought her Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving Day, and they checked on her again on November 27th, and everything was fine. Uh, but then when they knocked, the woman didn't answer the door this time, and they could hear her calling out to them faintly, according to police. And when the officers were able to get in the house, they found the woman in the sofa bed. Um, it was basically cracked open, and she had fallen through it. Um, if not for the officers, she could have been trapped for for four days until a home health visit, according to the police. She went to the hospital, and she's all fine now. So, Joey, my question to you, yeah. what's, the, what's the weirdest thing you've ever lost in your sofa? <laughs> Well, you know, I can't find my stylus right now. I, have a, I bought a oh. fancy stylus. Yeah. Uh, which I love. Cause, you know, I don't know if you know. I, I mean, my friend, a f- couple friends and I were avid draw something players. Oh, uh huh. Well, mostly just draw jokes to each other. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, we get really involved with the stylus. I have a and, really good one. Yeah, I have a really good one too. And I cannot find it. I cannot find it for the life of me. So I got to find it. Um, other than that, oh, that's you know what my mom wants a stylist too. You know my mom. You know my mom's in this group. It's myself, Mercedes, Julia, and my mom. Because I'm not even joking. Mercedes even sent something today. Um, Mercedes will save my mom's pic- uh, drawings. She'll take a screenshot and save them, and then send them at appropriate times. Uh-huh. So um, Mercedes and Chris went to the Star Wars premiere today, and so she goes in honor of the Star Wars premiere, and it's a drawing my mom made of. Well, it's Chewbacca. It's ridiculous, but she spells it Chewbacca. Uh huh. Like with an S. Yeah, S H O E B A K A. Uh huh. You know, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was the silliest one. We constantly, my, we, we, my mom, my mom's amused by it, but we're very amused by my mom, my mom's drawings. Yeah. And Mercedes says we should do an Instagram or Tumblr of just my mom's draw. Yeah, I think so too. I'm actually when you first started talking about, it, I was kind of jealous that Mercedes gets to interact <laughs> with your mom in such a way. <laughs> hey, do you draw something? She would love. My mom loves doing the draw something with people. That's funny. So, so anyway. Um, I lost my stylus, but uh, what I'm amused about is what was the name of the, what were the names of the cops again? Um, McFarl Mc Mc something, McFall and Cuthbertson. Cuthbertson. Yeah. Cuthbertson. Uh, oh, not 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 Bertson. Oh, Cuthbertson. One word. It's a it's a weird name. C U T H B E R T S O N. Cuthbertson. Cuthbertson. I'm calling Bertson. McFall. The next episode of McFall and Bertson. Mc, wait, Mc, what is it? McFall and yeah, McFall and Bertson. These are quite the detectives. These two. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Uh, let's go see our our friend, Mrs. Uh, what was her name? Joyce or what was her name? They didn't say. Oh, let's go see our friend, our old friend Joyce. We just, you know, we love visiting people. We sure do, Bertson. Let's go knock on the door. <laughs> Joyce, hello, it's us. We're here with your Thanksgiving dinner. The f- hmm, and there's a faint noise coming. Yeah. From the- that's that's not weird. Uh, we, she usually answers, you know. Hello, <laughs> help! I'm stuck in a bed. Hmm. Do you hear that, Bertson? <laughs> so, my I'm a, I'm a detective, and so I'm used to hearing important clues. Hello, help! McFall, Bertson, I am literally stuck in a bed. Hmm. This doesn't seem right. Seems like she's in trouble. Let's knock down the door. Good <laughs> thing. <laughs> the faint voice, but yeah. like right before commercial, right there, they would say something witty, like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." Um, <laughs> now we just got to find the remote. 
<laughs> oh yeah, or gonna be like, uh, I can't. I'm not good at this stuff on the spot. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um. Anyway, sorry. What, so what happened? Oh, that's what happened to the lady. Uh, I love this McFarlane Burton. They're the best detectives of all time. San Francisco PD zone. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Uh, tell me your two news stories, and I'll pick one. Okay, Mike. <laughs> I'm looking at Trello, and I, at just based on what you put here, I don't want to hear either of them. <laughs> Mike Lawson, a K-pop group was mistaken for prostitutes, held at LAX, reps say. Okay. Or clown charged with sexually assaulting two young girls. Oh, God. What's funny is, so uh, for people who don't know, Joe and I have notes, so we kind of... Um, collaborate on the notes so he has one story girl stopped at airport boring Mm -hmm. and then the other one sexual assault yeah we do that on purpose because i start you do this thing that drives me up the wall where you're like uh so joe your next story tell me about the clown who's gonna sexually assault two girls i'm like ah he ruined my headline because i I like hearing the surprise in your voice oh so i'm intentionally Uh, so if i want sexual do i want sexual assault by a clown or mm-hmm. K-pop mistaken. I'm going to go K-pop mistaken for prostitute. Okay, very good. Mike, a story circulated by managers of K-pop group Oh My Girl that performers were held at LAX for 15 hours last week after authorities accused them of coming to the United States to engage in prostitution is patently untrue, a federal official told LA Weekly. The official who did not want his name used said the young women were never suspected of prostitution. The group's management firm, WM Entertainment, said in a widely distributed statement that after arriving at LAX from South Korea December 9th, members were held by U.S. customs officials because they believed the women were possibly working women. (laughs) However, the official who spoke to us said the only thing that set off alarms was the member's lack of a necessary performance visa. He said that the federal authorities determined the group were here to perform and thus needed that specific visa. Our yeah. source said federal officials believed the members of Oh My Girl had been coached to say they had arrived stateside for purposes of tourism, which would not have required a performance visa. Essentially, the official said the women lied, and when feds discovered that they didn't have the necessary visa, they were instructed to catch the first flight back to South Korea. In fact, he said, the members were not held for 15 hours. They simply had to wait for their flight. Mike Lawson, my question to you, what does Steve think of group Oh My Girl? I don't know. What are you does asking? Steve listen to K-pop? He doesn't really listen to it, but I think he knows a little bit more about it than I do. Um, I don't know what he thinks about it, but wait, this, do you think that they just had the wrong visa and they got sent back and that was the thing, but then they're like production company is making this an issue or their, uh, representation. So now they're in the news and now they're on our very popular podcast and all of that. Yeah. All these people are hearing about, oh my girl now, you know, that actually is, uh, that it, I, I sh- believe it or not, I shortened these articles. So I shortened that part out, but that's, that's explicitly stated in the article that they think oh, yeah. that they did this for publicity. Yeah. I can I, I get that. Uh, but do you think that it's good publicity to be like, oh, we got mistaken for prostitutes? Cause like, <laughs> well, I, it- <laughs> I have respect for everyone who works for their money and I'm all for that. But, um, and I don't want to shame sex workers, but I do think that, like, would you call yourself a prostitute first? Like, 
Could well, you go with another the way story? that they the way that they phrased it in the PR piece is almost like making the United States look shitty. Yeah, like oh, like this is something. It's such a problem in, in the United States that prostitution is such a problem in the U.S. that that's why they thought this. Oh, you know, yeah. so um, so it's not it's it, it's it's phrased differently. In that though, in the article, they also states that the girls answered incorrectly when the. Customs people ask their relationship with each other. I guess um, get Steve on the phone. See, supposedly the word for sister could also mean old friend, and so when they said sister, they got really suspicious. And since prostitution is such a big problem in the U.S., that uh, that's why they held them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's a good story. You know, actually, that this wasn't an official story, but the other night I was trying to sleep and. Um, you know, I can't tell the story, actually, because it would actually literally pinpoint exactly where Paul and John live. No, no, something something happened that was newsworthy, and it woke me up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I didn't know what that was. I just heard a lot of commotion, and then I saw it in the news the next day. I was like, oh, fuck, that's pretty crazy. But I can't, if I literally, if anyone could look it up and find out exactly where Paul and John live. So I can't say what it is, but it woke me up. I got woken up by news. What a great way to end the show. Here, guys, here's a vague story about something. What's up with you next week? Do you have anything going on? Well, I uh, uh, my nieces have a, a dance recital, so I'm going to go to that. And uh, I think that's the only thing. I mean, I have to, I have to smoke some uh, pork bellies. I have to cure about, some pork uh, bellies. Reddit Secret Santa? Oh, oh yeah, we need to talk about that Twitter thing, too. Um Oh, I forgot to mention this last week. I got my gifts. Remember right? we did that thing on the where I asked you what ideas for my secret Santa yeah. gift? She she listened. Oh, really? And so she, she got me a cast iron pan. Oh, my God. The shipping alone was probably... Well, she, it was Amazon Prime. It doesn't charge her. She oh, used wow. Amazon Prime. So uh, she used Amazon Prime, and she sent me a cast iron pan. Thank you. It was wonderful. I also got a... Ma- which, by the way, she got me this cookbook that's so heavy. It's like this cookbook I've been wanting. Like, Amazon... It's a cast, she, I- a cast iron cookbook? It was a cast iron cookbook. Uh-huh. Um, no, the, the ship... She got her Amazon Prime shipping covered just from the gifts she sent me. Because this Amazon... This Prime cook... I mean, this cookbook she got me is super, super heavy. Probably over five pounds, right? Uh-huh. Then the cast iron cookbook. And then she did... I, I mean, I like it, but she got me like, a joke gag gift cookbook about cooking with cock or cooking how to cook a cock. It was about chicken recipes. Oh. Cool. But look, two two of the gifts were fantastic. I mean, they were all great. Look, no one has to get me anything. But uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, but the cast iron cookware and the cookbook, uh, the the food lab was great. I, I'm literally one of my best gifts of the year. Um, there's that. Mike, did you get a chance to look at that Twitter follower I mentioned on the Trello? No. So we have now this this so the why I asked I asked Mike about this last week privately. We have someone following us, our show, and us privately on Twitter, per, our personal Twitter accounts. Who is this cute, cute, cute twink? What is his name? I don't have my internet up. We're gonna say it on here. Yeah, we could say it. It's his, it's his Twitter name. Um, Fraser Trip. Fraser Trip is his name. Do you think he's real? Did you look at his Twitter? Well, he follows two other people I follow. Oh, he does. Well, he has like legitimate photos. Did you see them? Yes. He's no. He's fucking adorable. No, but like at, he has one at Pride Parade. He has one. Like they're not all like 
the I feel like they're fake when it's like they have one really good photo, but they have some that are not so good of him too. Let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase this. Not that I think he's not a real person, but do you think he's one of those like I'm just trying to get as many followers as possible? He doesn't really listen to the I show. I don't think he listens to our show. No. Yeah, I don't think he listens to the show. But how does he? He follows me, and he follows catching up. I think so, and I, th- I know he follows me. Yeah, so you know what? If he follow, no, he doesn't. He he follows Joe Batanz. What are you talking about? He doesn't anymore. <gasps> what? I have, I have two. He follows two people I know, and neither of them are you. Well, do you follow Joe Batanz? Why wouldn't I? I I just I had to look up his name today, so that's how I saw him. Hold on, I'm yeah, I'm totally can... following Joe Batanz. No, let me see. And we here. have sixty three followers in common. Oh, weird. Some of my, like, people from my old job follow you. He follows me. What are you talking about? It doesn't show on here. I'm sure I'm, sure I'm looking at it right now. I can send you a screenshot. Well, I believe you. I'm just saying it doesn't show. I see myself catching up. He follows. and which I, Oh, you know what? Here. I figured it out. What? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. I don't know why it would matter. I don't follow you. <laughs> I'm following you now. I don't You're know why I didn't follow dick. you. I don't know why I didn't follow you. <laughs> I follow you now. Okay. I uh, was like, well, I'm seeing your... Oh, wait. I need to follow you. Okay, I follow yeah, you. Yeah, it's not follower. showing up. But anyway, I feel like he might just be... First of all, I don't think he's that cute. Do you? Oh, I think... I'm going to look at him again. I think he's so fucking cute. I feel like his main picture... Is really cute, but then the rest of his pictures are. Oh, we can't talk about. What if he is a listener and I'm like, mm, he's not cute. Well, I don't. I'm not embarrassed by anything I just said. I said he's fucking adorable. Oh my well, god, he is so. Is there a way to just look at his pictures? Yeah, under on the far right uh, left column, it shows like he has 227 photos and videos. You click it and then you can scroll. Through. On my phone, look at my phone. Uh, I just go. You go under media. Look, okay, the one with the backwards hat is super cute. He's handsome, and if he's yeah, if if he's listening, Mike cowboy hat with where it says J- something fashion. Joe, I, he was cute when I was in high school. Like he's a <gasps> oh child. He's not a child. And with the high and with the cowboy hat, Joe. First of all, okay, I'm about to get really catty, so I'm gonna stop. But he's young. He is young. He is young. He's young. Well, it, well, the point of this story, did you have a point? Was I wanted, you, I wanted to know if you th- if you thought it was like a real listener or okay. if he's just like he's trolling for followers. Well, why don't you talk if you are a listener? Trip Fraser Trip. Yeah, Fraser Trip. If you're out there and you're listening, why don't you email us and let Joe know? Yeah, guys at cupodcast.com. Yeah, let us know you're now, a real person. Now, Fraser, you know I already have two fake boyfriends. I have. Cameron Batanz. Only have room for a few more. Yeah, I have Cameron Batanz. And don't I already have a show boyfriend too? What do you remember his name? <laughs> <laughs> but he's still my show boyfriend. Show boyfriend, I know he listens. You're still my boyfriend. Or does he still? I don't know if he still listens either. Yeah, I don't Mike, know. Mike, the show is just as long as the other ones. I know. Okay, Joe. Nice catching up with you. Wait, Wait you don't tell me what you got. You didn't tell me what you have going on next week. Um. Well, I'm going on a video shoot tomorrow. Uh, in San Jose for work. Um, I'm going to be cooking a lot this week. I've decided that this is going to be the week where I try some new recipes. And 
I also um, have started, I just actually published one. I'm going to start drawing for the Liberal OC again. So that was. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So I just did one piece and I'll be doing a few more coming up. So that's it. Okay. Well, Mike Lawson, say what you usually say. (laughs) Go to hell, Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean... Um, uh, um, um, um. Um, uh, um. Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.